This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Welcome to a special episode of Get Started Investing and You're In Good Company. For those that are listening on the You're In Good Company feed, my name is Bryce and I'm co-founder of Equity Mates Media. As always, I am joined by my equity buddy, Ren, but also founders and hosts of You're In Good Company, Maddie and Sophie. Ren, how are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Very excited for this episode. First time the four of us have been in a studio together. Yes. Maddie, welcome. Thank you. And some great company, guys. So nice <laughs> to be here. Sophie. Hello, everyone. So we are very very excited. This is the first time we have been in the studio together. It is the reunion uh, 12 months since You're In Good Company kicked off. So congratulations. We're very excited. And uh, this is going to be an electric episode being in, the, being in the studio together. No pressure. It's quite hot. No pressure. I'm getting hot. <laughs> Need some air. <laughs> so we're going to spend the next sort of 20 minutes or so uh, unpacking a bit of the journey of You're In Good Company over the last 12 months, big lessons, what you've learned. And then closing out, second half of the episode, bit of a game. Uh, we're going to be putting together a, I guess, a draft, each of us compiling a draft of our favorite CEO, favorite investor, an ETF, a stock, a best investing book, and a piece of advice that our audience will then uh, vote on. Now, before we get into all of that, uh, we want to turn the tables on the two of you. You always start your interviews with the same question. What's the best thing that happened uh, to you this week? Oh. So... To kick us off today, Maddie, why don't we start with you? What's the best thing that happened to you this week? Mine would just have to be coming up to Sydney and spending some quality time with my equity mates team, I reckon. <laughs> nice one. Sophie? Probably when on Saturday night, Bryce said that we're having Mexican for dinner because that meant there's margaritas involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do love Marg at YRGC. It was a wild night on, on, uh, on Saturday. Unfortunately, there, but I heard there was more than a few margaritas. <laughs> there were a few <laughs> margaritas. Evidently, equity mates also like margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wild Old scenes on Saturday night and a uh, great way to kick off uh, your time here in Sydney and get started with the week. Unfortunately, you did miss it, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Well, why don't we ask you, Bryce, what's the best thing that happened to you this week? Well, I mean, Saturday night was like a movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one, that I can't, one that I'll never forget. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's leave it at that. So let's, let's move on. Last time we did chat... You guys had just launched massive plans and it's been an awesome sort of 12 months. Um, looking back over the last 12 months, um, what have been, I guess, some of your most memorable moments? Let's start there. I feel like one of the most memorable moments of last year was when we did a live event at Melbourne Central. I guess the whole of last year was definitely throughout COVID and we got to do that live event and we got to interact with the audience, which was amazing. And then maybe a second one from me was the fact that we interviewed Julie Bishop. I mean, she is was a dream guest. We got her on the show. It was an incredible interview and I just felt very, I guess, humbled and fortunate to be able to speak with someone of such calibre. 
Yeah, I think for me, when we started the podcast, we did a first run of like a trial app that you'll be all thankful that never got released. <laughs> but in that episode, we talked about Adore Beauty and their IPO, and we talked about how a dream guest would be Tanilo Shaughnessy, the CEO of IP- of the CEO of IPO, the CEO of Adore Beauty. And I think when we got her on the show and the conversation that we had with her, it really felt like we were going full circle. So that was really nice. Yeah, some great moments, uh, a great first year. Uh, I'm sure you've learned a lot from all of your guests. Um, what were some of the biggest lessons that uh, you've you've learned over the past year? So I guess Mads and I started this podcast as not experts in the financial field, and we just wanted to start this because we want to. We felt a little excluded from the conversation. So there's been a lot of learning. I think with investing, particularly, I have learned to invest consistently. And one of the lessons I've learned recently is to not just jump on board all the growth stocks that you <laughs> yes, see in the yes. market and actually really try and understand a company and research it well, understand the leadership, all those other things as well. Before you do invest in something, don't take stock pick from a random person who probably doesn't know mm. anything. <laughs> What's been the biggest surprise about creating um, a podcast that you've learned? Like, I'm sure you've got people asking you questions about how they can get one off the ground. We certainly do. A lot of people coming to the Equity Mates sort of with a podcast idea. Was it uh, everything that, that it's cracked just, up to that's be? That's just Bryce fishing for yeah. more if podcast ideas. If you have ideas, an idea, yeah. you know who to call. <laughs> I think one of the biggest things I've learned is that you don't just come onto a podcast and like sit behind a mic. It's so much more than that. And like we're so lucky that we've had so many incredible conversations. But I feel like doing a podcast is so much more than that. And it's kind of interesting because you do get to see the behind the scenes of like building up a little business. You've got to think about your audience. You've got to think about the social media. So I think it's a lot broader than just yeah, sitting behind a mic every week. Mm. I heard a podcast host interview the other day and I think he must have been asked a similar question and he said that podcasting is like the biggest life hack and I totally agree because we get to go, we interview incredible people, leaders, and if I just message them saying, hey, can I catch up for a coffee with you? It'd be like, no, who are you? Random, go away. But <laughs> I message them and I'm like, hey, can we like record a podcast with you? And then we just get to sit and pick their brains for an hour. And it's like, it's such a cool way to, I guess, chat to people and get access to people. It's like the best excuse in the book. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. I just wish I remembered more of what people spoke about in interviews. Oh, well, okay. well, the I should go back and listen to our old episodes. But yeah. yeah, it's one of those things that you're so in the moment thinking about podcasting, you're so right. thinking about the next question, those sorts of things that when you do go back and listen, you're like, that was actually a really good interview. See, I listen, <laughs> see, I listen, I listen to ours because I'm trying to bring up the listeners. Like every listen counts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, I do the same. Yeah, yeah. All, all good, all good. <laughs> So uh, a key part of your podcast um, was to really help uh, make investing a more inclusive space, bring more women into the investing space. I remember when we started, there were some pretty stark statistics. Um, Women retired with a third of the superannuation of men. Uh, Only 18% of online Australian investors were women. How have you found uh, the conversation changing amongst your friend group, amongst your listeners in the past year? Is it... Is it something that you're noticing, however slowly that that conversation changing? Yeah, definitely. I think when Sophie and I started this and, you know, obviously when you start a podcast, you want to be big. But I think we also kind of had this conversation around like if, if literally one person starts investing because of listening, then it's like that's job done. Like we've achieved what we set out to accomplish, which is just help more women get involved in the stock market. So 
I think, you know, we are so lucky we get lots of messages on Instagram or people writing in our Facebook group saying that they've started investing and this is how they're going and this is what their experiences are. And I think it's just so cool to see people have that space that they can come to and kind of connect with us and say that. I also think we interviewed um, someone today, actually, with the podcast coming out maybe next week or this week, Broke Girl Wealth, and she said that she wants to be a circuit breaker. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening within like our community and around our friends and even broader than that. It's like if someone does break that circuit and then they talk about it and they make it really normal, it's like then people feel comfortable to speak about it all the time or bring it up at a place that they might not have previously you know sitting around at dinner or even just speaking about it on social media so I feel like bringing a podcast like in this to I guess people's communities it does kind of break that circuit a little bit yeah well Maddie you said uh if one person starts to invest job done hopefully not job done because (laughs) we hope uh there's plenty of job to go and you guys are around for a long time uh you're a year in if you think about a year from now uh where do you want your own good company to be Interviewing Melanie Perkins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good guess. You are speaking at Canva. Well, when this is released, you will have spoken at Canva. Yeah. So maybe you will have got the interview in the diary. True. We are probably going to drop the name quite a bit just to yeah. see if anyone has her contact details. Yeah. Well, surely people at Canva have her contact yeah. details. Yeah. yeah. No, but I think more live events, more interaction with the community, growing it as much as we can, as you said, growing it to more people so that we can, you know, hopefully change other people's financial freedoms. It's just growth and interaction. Just growth. That's all yeah. we want. Yeah. Well, speaking of live events... We've got FinFest coming up in October, save the date, October 15th. Uh, for those listening who have no idea what it means or what it is, uh, Equity Mates Media are turning finance events on their head. We're bringing a festival atmosphere to a finance conference. Yes, that that, that is the truth. Yeah, Bryce <laughs> D- is Ren will shredding be DJing. for I'm, yeah. I'm shredding, <laughs> Ren's learning the turntables. We'll be behind the bar making margaritas. <laughs> nice. So, I, so uh, for those listening on your In Good Company and Get Start Investing, Maddie and Sophie will be at FinFest. Confirmation? There will be a YGC party bus at FinFest. Yes. So. <laughs> okay. This actually came out on Saturday night. I haven't updated you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. Matt, Maddie will be chauffeuring people from the, uh, sorry, the You Ain't Good Company party bus will be chauffeuring people from the end of FinFest to the official after party. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, are we going to, is like it going to be a YIGC live show on the party bus? Oh. <laughs> See, I was also featuring like in the bathrooms, like interviewing people live from the bathroom. Oh, no. <laughs> I just thought it's such a funny concept. Every time you go to the bathrooms when you're at a so festival, true. you meet the funniest people and Especially have the best the ladies. Yeah. All right. Good, good Why concept. If you come to FinFest, you, you, can, you can see so uh, Sophie hanging out in the bathroom. She will be our official bathroom correspondent. She'll be stationed there all day. I thought it was a really good idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. It's a good idea. But anyway, nonetheless, uh, Maddie and Sophie will be there. We'll be there. It's going to be an epic event. Um, so... Link will be in the show notes to register details. And uh, I think the girls will be giving more information on party bus and toilet, um, <laughs> toilet interviews as time goes on. But um, we're really excited. We are excited, yeah. <laughs> so um, before we rip into formulating our dream team, we're just going to take a very quick break to hear from our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. So with the footy season having kicked off already, we're all very competitive. We thought it'd be a great chance for us to compile our own investing dream team, have a bit of a game um, for the second half of this episode. The way this is going to work is we're going to go around the room and uh, put together a team that comprises of one CEO, one investor, one ETF, one stock, uh, an investing book, and a piece of investing advice you've received. So an all-round investor pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there's no rhyme or rhythm to this. There's no rules outside of that. You can do whatever you want. The uh, ultimate goal is to win, and that will be done through our social media channels, both social media channels where our audience will vote on their favorite investor pack. All right, so to rip to rip into it, and um, how about Maddie? You start with. Um, oh, sorry, well, I think no, 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 Two reasons. The first one is that she did the she got a latest round of investors that included Oprah, Whitney Wolfhead, and Reese Witherspoon. Pretty good lineup there. Second reason is that when an investment firm bought a majority stake in Spanx, valuing the company at one point two billion, she actually celebrated by surprising her employees with two first class plane tickets to go anywhere in the world plus ten k of spending money whatever they wanted. Wow. Jeez, don't Matt, expect that. Yeah, Matt, Matt is looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is, that, is that what you're going to be doing if we raise money? In years to come, absolutely. <laughs> it's on record. <laughs> nice, okay. That's good. So that's a good one. Um, you've definitely done more preparation for this than I have. Yeah, so far out. <laughs> uh, my CEO is Brian Chesky, who is the CEO of and co-founder of Airbnb. And the reason why is because I listened to him on How I Built This with Guy Raz, the Resilience Project mini-series that they did over COVID. And it was all about like how they transitioned the company during such a tough period, especially for the travel industry. The way he talks about how he runs the company and also like his dedication to like the employees, obviously there were some layoffs during that period, but his dedication to his employees and the company was just kind of something that not resonated with me because I don't have a company like he does. But like I, you know, I really appreciate that in a leader. Um, Also everything that's happening at the moment with Ukraine, I feel like it's really cool that he can pivot the company to also be um, charitable and kind of assist with those causes. So yeah, I think he's a very admirable CEO. 
Ren, are you going to go? No, no, you go. We'll go around the circle. I'm interested to see who you guys choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would say um, uh, close, to, close to home and my favourite CEO here in Australia is Brad Banducci, obviously. Uh, I'm not going to choose him, though, because uh, <laughs> whilst whilst I'd love to put him on the list, we are trying to win a competition here. and Oh, would he not win? <laughs> I don't think he'd win. I don't think he'd win. Sorry, Brad. Um, and I think one of the key traits of um, a successful CEO, two, two major key traits, obviously... Um, incredible intelligence and sales salesmanship if that's a word uh it's someone who can sell anything ice to eskimos a pencil sharpener to a pencil etc etc <laughs> <laughs> so there is no doubt that uh the number one ceo in the world at the moment i think is mr elon musk uh. and uh so um i think him at the helm of any company despite his uh off the record twitter posts he um he's the guy for me to be in charge. So nice one. he's the uh, man. It would have been very surprising if we went around and Elon Musk wasn't mentioned. Um, favorite CEO, uh, you want them to be in charge of a fast-growing, hot company, and that's why Bryce Lesky, CEO. <laughs> well, of I was Emotes. literally just about to say I can't believe no one has said Bryce. <laughs> Thank you guys. Nah, look, we won't we won't pander to Bryce. When I was thinking about what CEO I wanted to pick, I wanted I thought about what kind of investors we are here at Get Started Investing. At you're in good company, and we're very long-term investors. So my CEO is Bill Pollock. I assume no one has heard of him, but he is the world's longest serving CEO. (laughs) Oh, nice. Warren Buffett, 51 years, not a bad run, but Bill Pollock, uh, 70 years, the founder and CEO of Drake International. Bill is 92 years old, celebrated 70 years last year, still CEO. To put it in context, he was in business running his company 20 years before the first email was sent. Jeez. I wonder if he sends any emails. Yeah, (laughs) probably these days. But yeah, Bill Pollock, because he embodies long-term investing. Nice one. All right, let's move on. So we've we've done a wrap. Uh, Maddie, so we'll go Sophie, your turn. Uh, One investor to add to your investor pack. Again, I'm just going to go the basic route, but also my favorite investor definitely is Kathy Wood. Over the COVID period, she had some serious success because she was investing in a lot of growth stocks. And although we are seeing a market correction, a lot of those companies, um, a lot of the, a lot of younger people aren't giving up on her ETFs and her stock picks because they can see the value of those companies transgressing into the future. I feel like Kathy takes a lot of slack. She's a boss woman, and I just would want to have her on my team if I was in an investing portfolio. So that's my lady. Epic. Okay, so. Uh, obviously, I could throw around names such as Bill Ackman or other me? names, <laughs> <laughs> Seth Klarman, for example. But no, I want one one um, uh, investor that has constantly intrigued me and one that we haven't really unpacked on the show uh, and also is incredibly off limits for us and everyday people is a guy called Jim Simmons and his company Renaissance Technologies. Um, I can't remember the name of the fund, the, uh, the Diamond Fund or the Medallion Fund. It's a fund that is only available to people who work at his fund and it returns something like 75% a year or something crazy. It's completely run by algorithms. He's written a book on how he beats the market, but you have to work for the company. Can you see what they invest in? Like, is <laughs> no, it? No. no. Okay, so it's completely private. It's, completely yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just shit. super private, but it just 
absolutely destroys the market returns. So, so, um, so he didn't write the market, but uh, so he didn't write the book, but the book is called The Man Who Sold the Market. Sold the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Jim Simmons is my man. And his maybe his computer is my man. <laughs> Not the actual guy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, for me, we all have heard of uh, Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha. I am going to go uh, someone who is such a good investor, may not have the name recognition, but has been given a similar nickname, the Oracle of Boston, a.k.a. Seth Klarman. Uh, he is he he's been investing for a few decades now. Uh, his fund is uh, Borpost Group. Um, he's a billionaire, so he's done pretty well. But the reason that I love him is he has written one of the best investing books, or the best investing book I've ever read, Margin of Safety. It is so clear, and it just encapsulates so much of what we have learned over our journeys as investing podcasters and what we try and talk about on this show. Um, so Seth Klarman for me is a great one to follow and I'd love to have him on my team. Nice. Uh, wondering what you'll do for best investing book then. You know what? I, I won't choose. Well, I'll say what you guys choose first. Yeah. I won't say anything sure. at this point. Sure. Um, it's also very expensive, isn't it? Yeah. It's I think like it's like $1,000 on Amazon. Yeah. What? And I'm not oh, yeah. saying you should do this, but if you were to Google, you might find a way to get it for free, <laughs> but I'm not saying you should do that. <laughs> Maddie, investor. Someone very close to home for the Equitymates family, uh, also an Equitymates Investor of the Year Award winner. I'm going to go with Emma Fisher. I just love her investment philosophy. She talks a lot of sense, but I think what I like most is that she often pitches companies that like we already know and they seem really obvious, but she's able to bring a new perspective and identify a new opportunity in some of like just Australia's biggest companies. So I'm going to go with Emma. Yeah, great. Nice one. Okay, so we've got CEO, we've got investor. Now we're turning to one ETF that you would hold forever or f whatever time period you want to put on it. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm starting. So this one, pretty straightforward for me. I want the best companies in the world, in one of, in the biggest market in the world, um, and a market that consistently pumps out good returns over the long term. There's That's the S&P 500. Uh, knowing that I have a long time horizon for investing, I want to put some leverage behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to put some leverage behind that. So I'm going GGUS. GGUS is the ticker. It's um it's US equities geared by beta shares. Um, for someone who has forty plus years, get me on that. Can you give us a rundown on geared? Like, what's the difference with a geared? Yeah. Exposure? So long story short, but essentially it um, amplifies your position and your. So instead of um buying one unit you can buy essentially for the same price it'll give you exposure to three units and so over a long period um Gain, more gains yeah. more gains or more losses, or more it losses. Does go the other way. for every dollar you put in beta shares go to the bank and get another two dollars nice. so you get three units yeah which is good it's good if things go up it's bad if things go down yeah yeah do your own research <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, as you may have heard from my reaction, Bryce stole mine. Great oh, you guys are both loving it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, I, so I will stay on the theme of long-term uh, leverage to an index. Nothing, nothing too exotic, nothing too fancy. Um, Australia is home to some of the best uh, companies. BHP came home and it's now our biggest company. CSL, world beta, um, 
doing incredible things. So, you know, it may not be as sexy as the S&P 500, but America had its run. The 2010s was America's decade. If you look in historical stock market terms, the same stock market never doubles up decade after decade. It's Australia's turn. I'm going the ASX 200 leveraged ETF from BetaShares gear. Nice. G-E-A-R. Gear. Gear. Gear and G-Jus. Uh, Maddie. <laughs> well, Alex actually just stolen mine. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on the same page. Good. Look, my fallback is going to be a, a basic but a goodie. We've touched on it before, so I won't dwell on it. But companies and leaders that are really changing the world can't go past ARK ETF, ticker A-R-K-K. Got great woman at the front leading that one. So I will back Kathy all the way. Yeah, Love and it. she's my investor, remember. So if you want to vote for my portfolio, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. Did Maddie just take your ATS? Sophie, what's yours? <laughs> no, obviously I do like ARK as well, but I wasn't going to go double up. So instead, I have actually gone a little bit risque compared to everyone else. Okay. I've gone ticker HGEN, which is a hydrogen oh, ETF, yeah. which follows the sole active global hydrogen ESG index. I really think hydrogen's having a moment. Everyone's working towards decarbonisation. I mean, look what's happening in the media with AGL and Mike Cannon-Brooks. And I think that although it's a thematic that's kind of already taken off, I know people do say like, don't jump onto a thematic just because you're hearing about it a lot because it might be too late. But I just think there is so much room for hydrogen. So that's my little risque one for you all. Love it. All right, so we've got three to go, stock, investing book, and piece of investing advice. So let's uh, do a power round. Ren, your turn. One stock. Uh, one stock, Interactive Corp, listed over in uh, the US, ticker IAC. I won't go into the full <laughs> no. breakdown, but you can listen to our Stock of the Year episode on the Equity Mates feed if you want to hear it all. Uh, but it is the anti-conglomerate. It creates companies and just throws shares at you. Um, what more could you want? I will attest it is a very interesting company. Yeah. Yeah. If you've used any online dating app uh, in the past 10 years, you've interacted with them. I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie, your turn. <laughs> Mine is Unity Software. This company owns the world's best game, video game engine, and they're working with some pretty incredible companies at the moment, which is very exciting. They're also the first choice for companies launching into the metaverse, so very topical at the moment. I'm going Square, or now Block. I feel like they are moving into some incredible spaces. They have Jack Dorsey at the front of the company. They're expanding, they're global, and I think it's just a big one that I have conviction in. Nice one. I'm going rock solid, rock solid foundations in a company that's just going to keep on ticking over. Can't go past Berkshire Hathaway for me. Give me Warren any day of the week. Surprised you didn't say Macquarie. I had, I had it on my list. Uh, but, so did uh, I. I took it off because I was like, brass would do this. Nah, one. nah. So, I've pumped them up too much. So before we move to book and advice, we should just say uh, ETF and stock, obviously not financial advice, as we say on every episode. All of these companies weren't discussed with reference to the price they're trading at now or anything like that. Or any research. Or any research. <laughs> uh, it's, total, <laughs> it's totally making it up as so, we go. So uh, this was purely for the purposes of the game. Do your own research. Get financial advice if you feel you need it. That's it. Okay, so it is now back to Maddie with uh, one investing book. Yeah, this is one I read a couple of weeks ago, actually. Red Notice by Bill Browder. Incredible book. You guys have interviewed him, him being Bill, on Equity Mates before about a UK guy investing in Russia and then gives incredible insight to, I think, just what Russia slash probably Putin in particular is like as a leader, uh, particularly relevant at the moment. So I would highly recommend 
reading that one. Yeah, Bill Browder is known as Putin's number one enemy. Uh, so very, very relevant. At the- All right, Sophie. My favourite investing book is, again, a classic One Up on Wall Street by Peter Lynch. It has all of the best lessons that I've gotten about investing. He was obviously an investor over a very long time, so I just think it has a lot of insight into the markets. Nice. Well, I'm hoping that we're on the same wavelength and you'll say one of them. So I'm going to just give a selfish plug and go get started investing. (laughs) A book that we've written, if you haven't got it or you know that someone wants to start their investing journey, Get Started Investing is the book for you. There, I've done it. So I feel like... uh, What would I have done? Uh, the the greatest beginner investor book with the worst title. Yeah. Is that what? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Millennial Money by Patrick O'Shaughnessy. This guy can create world-class investing content, but he can't think of titles to save himself. His podcast is called Invest Like the Best and his book is called Millennial Money. Yeah, Name a worse pair of titles, but the content is incredible. Millennial Money is the number one book I would suggest Except for our own, yes. Uh, for any beginner investor, so um, I'm going to lock that one in. Awesome. All right. So to close it out, best piece of investing advice that you have received, Sophie. Mine's um, about goals. My one of the best pieces of advice I've give, been given is to make three months goal, three month goals in investing. It's really good to obviously have your big long term dreams, but when you think of retirement, it seems like forever away. And when you make something in a three months it's long enough to achieve something but short enough to take accountability for it and I think it's been one of the things that has really set up my investing routine and it's also one of the things that pushes me to learn more because I can say things like I'll read a book and learn about this space or I'll invest consistently over that three months you can make it dynamic so yeah that's mine three months goals Love it. Um, Look, there's plenty, but I think one that's particularly relevant for now, and this is to always have some cash on the side and don't have cash on the side that is in your savings account, but have cash that's in your brokerage account ready to rock and roll. And uh, that doesn't mean you have to have 10 grand on the side, but just have something so that when markets present opportunities like now, you don't have to go and sell other stocks or your car like Ren's trying to do to fund more uh, share purchases. Yeah, if anyone would like to buy a 2006 Mazda 3 Sport, uh, just hit us what up. Pardon me? Royal car? Blue. Uh, yeah, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> He's colorblind. I don't I think he knows. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ren. Uh, so this is one um, that I like to remind myself when the admin of investing becomes a little bit too much or you just you feel a little bit overwhelmed by everything out there. Every major technological breakthrough of the past two centuries has been investable through the stock market. And we think about the technology of today that is, you know, gets us excited that Kathy Wood is investing in electric vehicles, batteries, hydrogen. We've mentioned some of those things today. But you look back over history and all of that has been available to investors through the stock market. And that is an opportunity that should not be missed. Love that. And Maddie, to close it out... (laughs) Mine's a quote, which I've forgotten exactly how it goes. <laughs> so it. it's my interpretation. So right, yeah. <laughs> the essence is invest in what you know and know why. You... It's it. Peter Lynch. It's yeah. from the one up on Wall Street. What is it? Know what you own and know why you own it. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Bang. Nailed it. Great. Well, great way to finish. Well, let's quickly run through one word each just to remind everyone what our, um, our packs are. Maddie, do you want to go through yours very quickly? Just one word. Just as in like bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. Spank CEO Sarah Blakely, t- lots of money at her employees. Emma Fisher, ARC ETF, Unity Software, Red Notice, and that quote. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Hi guys, pick me. Um, Brian Chesky, CEO of Airbnb, Kathy Wood, freaking legend, Hydrogen ETF, um, Square, One Up on Wall Street, and make three months go three month goals. Awesome. I had uh, Musk, Jim Simmons, G Just, Berkshire, get started investing and have some cash on the side. Nice. Well, we will have this all on our social media, so don't feel like you need to uh, follow along here. There's a lot of information being thrown at you, but CEO Bill Pollock, investor Seth Klarman, ETF, Gear, uh, Interactive Corpus, The Stock, Millennial Money, the best book with the worst title, and uh, the piece of advice that every major technological breakthrough has been investable through the stock market. Love it. Well, what a fun way to end the episode, a fun way to have uh, you guys in the studio. It's been an absolute pleasure. Congrats on the one-year celebration. We've loved watching you grow, love listening to your content, and uh, I know that those listening on Get Started Investing hopefully will uh, now, if they don't already know about you, know about you. Make sure you go and check out their content. Um, rate and review them if you can, as well as obviously Get Started Investing. Yeah, give them a review and just wish them a happy one-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Follow them on socials. Maddie, Sophie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Let's go get some margaritas. <laughs> You're in good company is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of You're in Good Company are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the EquityMates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, EquityMates Media and the hosts of Your In Good Company acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.